this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, Everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Shehena. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Shehena. It was also said, Whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord. The Sermon on the Mount that we have been listening to over the last few days and that we will continue to listen to for some weeks to come is the sermon that gives life to those who listen to it with the heart of a son or a daughter of God. What does it mean? It means that it can only be understood by those who feel that they are the Father's children and as children never want to offend God, the Father, not in the slightest, but not out of a kind of puritanism or self-centered moralism, but out of love for the one who gave them life. Those who truly love their Father know that any offense given to a brother or sister is a cause of pain to their Father. The child of God who recognizes the love of the Father, knows that Jesus, the Son with a capital S, came to teach us the true meaning of the law and how to interpret it in depth. That is why we will hear several times, You have heard that it was said, but I say to you. As if Jesus were saying to us, You heard and learned the commandments in your childhood, in your youth. That's fine. Now I've come to explain them to you. I've come to unveil the spirit of what the Father taught you. I've come so that you may go beyond the literal meaning of words and discover that the commandments are not mere prohibitions, but an invitation to love, an invitation to live fully. How many things in our life have we heard that it was said? We could say that many actions in our lives are based on I've heard it was said, or this is what I learned, or what I was taught, or it's always been done this way, or everyone does it this way. Well, Jesus wants to pluck us out of this rigid scheme that many times makes us sort things out at our convenience. We cannot hide behind 
This is the way I was taught. I do this because everybody does it. We must listen to Jesus on the mountain. Let's imagine that we begin saying, I listen to what Jesus said. I want to live according to his teachings. Because what Jesus says is what the Father wants. And what the Father wants is what is best for me and for humanity, for everyone. If we all listen to what Jesus teaches, ultimately we all feel and live as brothers and sisters, and if we were to hurt one another, as it's often the case because we are weak, we would learn to forgive one another. This is the Father's will for all humanity, to recreate a new humanity, that of the true children of God. How wonderful it would be! In today's glimpse of the Gospel, what does Jesus tell us so that we can hear Him and continue learning? What does the Father say? Yesterday it was clear that the Father doesn't like His children killing one another, not even in thought, let alone in word or deed. He doesn't want us to get angry, to insult, and much less to curse others. Well, today it's clear that the Father wants to take care of the love between His children, the love between man and woman, the family, fundamentally, because He created us male and female, even though, today, certain ideologies want to unreasonably lead us into denying our nature. The Father disapproves of lust. He knows that it's bad for us. He created sexuality for our good, so that we can express mutual love and bring forth life. Two purposes that cannot be separated. Therefore, He doesn't want us to use one another as if we were objects. He doesn't like it. God wants His children to look at one another with pure eyes, like Jesus. The children of God see each other as brothers and sisters, not as objects of desire and personal satisfaction. That's why seeing someone and longing to possess that person who doesn't belong to us and who isn't an object but a brother or sister, or seeing someone and wishing that they would become a reality for us, is already in a way to achieve what we desire. We aren't two different realities. We are a unity. We are body and heart, body and spirit. We cannot separate our gaze from what we feel and think, though we try to do so at times. One thing feeds on the other. The lamp of the body is the eye, says Jesus. It's through our eyes that images get into our hearts, images which generate a desire for what's good or bad for us, and, at the same time, from the heart stems the desire that inclines us to look at those things which feed our good and bad desires. That's why our eyes can cause us to sin against the Father. Our eyes can be the beginning of evil desires in the heart. This is true for both men and women. When they leer at each other or when they make other people leer at them, 
misleading their desires. True children of God don't cast sidelong glances, nor do they seek to be leered at. Let's ask the Father to teach us how to see each other as brothers and sisters, so that we can look at people the way He and the Virgin look at us. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.